pretty pretty gnarly caffeine crash yesterday after you know having some C4 so I took the C4 around 8:30 a.m. maybe around 8 8:30 and then again around like 9 like I had little a little like small amounts of it um equaling maybe like three-fourths of a scoop or so like it was almost a whole scoop but not a whole scoop so less than 200 milligrams of caffeine like, I was feeling great all morning but once the stuff wore off man I was kind of irritable Saturday night Saturday evening um yeah wasn't really in the mood to be talking to anybody like earlier I was but I was all kind of like happy, energetic, uh, social, and then after that, I was just like, I don't want to talk to anyone, um, still kind of lingering today, but yeah, I, I was up late, um, well, I was, yeah, I was up late kind of watching a movie, then I was up late because I couldn't sleep, and then I woke up early and couldn't go back to sleep, so I woke up around four, I just turned my lights on around like four... 45 in the morning or so stayed up all morning uh well stayed up till like like made some breakfast around 6 45 a.m or 6 30 or something like that and then took an edible and went back to sleep till like well, I think I took an edible at like 4 a.m because I was like shoot it doesn't matter next day Sunday I was like, I don't really need to have an early start. Even though I wanted to, I was like, well, I haven't slept well anyways. So it makes more sense just to sleep well. So, yeah. Um, And then this morning I kind of decided, I was like, well, I don't want to sit at home all day, you know. So I'm kind of getting out of the house a little. literally going through the McDonald's drive-thru um yeah it's gonna take a bit but yeah like I was kind of not exactly too sure how rested I would feel or how unrested I would feel um but yeah it helped to kind of sleep uh sleep longer um, I was gonna stay home longer, uh, and then go out later, but I was feeling like, I, I just don't want to sit around the house all day. Um, I also don't want to go out and spend a lot of money, so usually it's easy for me to just kind of roam around town in kind of nearby areas. Someone else in the house was up at like 6.30 a.m. too, though, so... Uh, we have a bathroom up front in our house, 
And I've noticed sometimes my dad uses that bathroom. I don't know if it was him or my mom, but it was somebody in that front bathroom uh, this morning. Um, I was assuming it was him because he's the only one I've known using it the past other recent times. Um, which is weird because my parents have a bathroom in their bedroom, but I'm like, whatever. Uh, maybe he's, maybe he's, I don't know. <laughs> I can come up with a thousand stories, you know, but like, I don't think he left this morning. Um, he's at the house. I don't, like, I don't think he left, um, to go anywhere in the morning. Like, I don't know if I checked if the other car was there, but. Uh, I did kind of look outside a little bit, and I was like, that's weird, because, like, in our house, unless you're wearing, like, shoes, or stopping, like, unless you walk pretty loudly, like, you can't really hear somebody walk. It's, like, hard tile floors, um, so usually if people are walking around in their socks, you can't really hear them too good, um, but it's, like, you can hear when somebody turns on a faucet, and you can hear if somebody, like, I don't know if you can really hear from everywhere somebody flushes the toilet but I can hear in the morning if somebody flushes the toilet up front or like if they're in the front bathroom and then there's also the kitchen that's up there uh near the bathroom too so if somebody's using the sink in the kitchen I can hear that too and so I'm not really sure what that was all about but um I don't know maybe people just like their own space in the bathroom which is valid but I don't know that door is broken too so it's kind of like weird like it's not like broken broken but like it doesn't really like pull completely shut like it it shuts but basically you can think it's closed and locked and if somebody just like pushes it open like they don't have to use a doorknob they can just kind of push it open so I kind of avoid that bathroom because I have my own and that one's kind of like usually it doesn't like, I don't know, there's not usually towels or anything. It's not, like, ready to use all the time, really, so. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of a funny, a funny kind of experience, but, yeah, I don't really know what, um, what to really say, um, with you know, kind of how, how I wasn't rested last night, like, it was just kind of a weird night, um, I mean, I was watching that, I, I basically yesterday was gonna study a bit about, like, um, the spirituality topics from Navajo culture, I guess it's called Diné culture, it's like a, um, like about skinwalkers and those types like similar types or other types of spirits that are considered like maybe like a negative spirit or some cursed kind of thing or some kind of I don't know if they're called like blood omens or like what they're called but um but you know I like there's this popular show on tv called Skinwalker Ranch um and that place exists and it's in Utah um and there's a myth or a legend or I don't know what you call it there's like a historical teaching in that show I don't know if it's accurate but it's in that show there's a historical teaching 
or saying that, um, you know, the, the people of that region, the Utes and the Navajo were in that region. And when the, um, Caucasian settling people were coming, the colonizers and things, they, uh, basically the Ute, the Utes were selling the Navajo into slavery and so the Navajo cursed that land and that's why people see all kinds of weird things odd unexplainable things shapeshifters types of things uh some people also say that there might be alien activity or a wormhole activity and they notice that there's all these kind of different devices problems with the devices um that they try to use like they have these uh wave measurement devices and things uh i don't think i can pull up yet um these waves like kind of like microwaves and gamma waves all kind of waves that you can measure uh radiation and different types of uh waves that um they found are um So, yeah, like, I'm trying to put together the story, not story, but this, I'm really tired, guys, so excuse my lack of, um, you know, smoothness with speaking today. I am not going to sound smooth in any way, shape, or form, uh, dude everybody merge (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to drive um yeah so so let's talk about this idea there's all these ideas right that um you know uh there's maybe certain how do you how do I say this uh, uh like there's different types of ways that things become like evil or maybe not the best suited for the majority culture or the majority of people um you know just things that are kind of like negative against humans uh negative energies um things that just can't be seen that i think almost every culture has to has to or tries to explain especially a lot of ancient tradition cultures because um you know a lot of things seem like tangible and you know I think in a in a mainstream western thought you know a lot of us are taught you know use the scientific method and whatever you can't see you doubt that kind of thing right um but then you know I take you know I don't know I don't want to go on some weird like rant and some thing to 
I'm not trying to say people need to believe in spirits or evil spirits or people need to believe in this if they don't believe in that kind of stuff. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, even if we do follow things like science, you know, a lot of times there is something like, you know, um, things where people's senses aren't like the majority of people's senses, right? Um, so things like colorblindness, right? Um, it's easy to kind of like explain it. it, like, I don't really know, you know, if it has something to do with like the vision center of the brain and and all this kind of stuff. I really have no, I don't, I don't remember. Um, I took a neuro type class before, like a neuropsych class. I, I honestly just don't remember. Um, but you know, there, there are books that show and talk about the science of senses, you know, how we sense different things, how, um, I don't know, like there's basically different sections, chunks of the brain that are responsible for things like seeing lines or seeing dots or seeing vertical lines or seeing, you know, color and like all these different types of things. And if your brain has some different thing going on with it, that might be different for you. Same with auditory senses and hearing. Same with, um, you know, sensations of feel, of touch. Like, for example, today, my skin feels kind of itchy. Like, in a weird way, because there's no reason it should be itching. It's not, like, a normal itching. Like, there's nothing visible, like a rash or whatever. Um, it's it's not the same kind of weird little beta alanine tingly kind of itch type feeling that I get from pre-workouts, but it's not too far from that. It's not too far different from that. Um, it doesn't feel like there's any rashes or bumps or anything, but it could be just cause I didn't sleep too good. And I, I think I started feeling this way early morning or late last night. Um, but I wasn't feeling this way yesterday. And so I don't know what it is. Um, maybe there's something in my bed sheets. Like, I don't really know. Like, it's hard to really pinpoint things. But I know that there's nothing visibly wrong. And I'm itching in weird places like my wrist, uh, my kind of like near my bicep, near my elbow, near my rib cage. Like, weird. It kind of, it just feels, I just, it just feels weird. Um,. And I can't really explain it. Like, there's nothing there, but it might be, like, a bit of a stress response or something like that. Like, I don't feel, like, extra, extra overwhelmed, but I know I didn't sleep good. And, you know, I really have been working on my sleep for months now, almost a year, if I really want to say that, you know, just really trying to get things down because I've always had trouble with my sleep. And the next step is going to be, like, getting into a doctor Uh, But I feel like I've done all I can on my end as far as, like, testing out how things work with caffeine, how things work with exercise, how things work with cannabis, how things work with melatonin, sleep hygiene, like, listening to ASMR and singing bowls and all this kind of stuff, Uh, meditating, yoga, just listening to, like, sleep talk downs, all sorts of things. Um, 
But my energy can be all over the place, especially in the evenings, at night. Um, and it's something that I really can't explain. And when, you know, one thing I did want to speak to is kind of like that some people have a weird experience with, um, with, um, uh, what do I call it? Some people have a weird experience with, um, uh, dang. I kind of lost my train of thought, sorry. But with a certain type of, like, thinking, like, a certain type of, uh, like, uh, exposure to or, um, you know, absorption of, like, content, different types of content. Usually, I'm, I'm thinking, like, horror, horror content. Stuff about like ghosts, demons, possessions, that kind of stuff. Kind of like these darkish kind of topics. Um, people can have some people have a a response to it that's different from others. So, say for example, say for example, I went to a I went to a um what do I call it? Um, where, where did I go with my friends? Not Six Flags, what's it called? Universal Studios, Universal Studios in LA. Um, ooh, this is a tight corner. Universal Studios in LA, right? So, I'm there with my friends. Uh, I didn't, I, at the time when we went, I think I was pretty broke. Um, but, you know, I had money to, like, go, but money was pretty tight, and one of my friends was very gracious and it was awesome because my friends wanted to get these day these like fast fast track day passes because the lines were going to be long and we're like dude we drove all the way here from san diego like we can't just all of a sudden you know um not um like we can't just all of a sudden not you know um do what we had set out and planned to do, you know, like, if, if we only, you know, we might be able to do two or three rides if we don't get a day pass, you know, the fast track day pass, um, and I think it was, like, a hundred bucks, maybe over a hundred bucks, now it's probably way more, but back then, that was still a lot of money for us, because, like, you know, the cost of living was a lot cheaper, too, we were getting paid a lot less, um, but, yeah, one of my friends was nice, and, and nice, and got me a fast track pass too because I couldn't really afford it I wasn't really expecting to afford it I was like okay how much are the tickets how much are we pitching in for stuff like gas food um and whatnot um and so they kind of told us about you know the gas the food the uh like how much we were gonna pay for stuff and, you know, I kind of got a, you know, I was like, okay, I, I can swing it, you know, but I wasn't expecting to come up with an extra expense, like that expensive, you know, like I didn't have money like that, especially back then. Like I, I was kind of like, I have the money I have for what I need and I don't really make more money than that. Like I, I was not, and I wasn't really like budgeting and stuff too. So, you know, I, I basically just was like, 
uh, you guys can go ahead and, like, do it or whatever. And then, you know, my friend was like, I'll just get your pass. I'm like, cool. But like, I felt weird about it. But at the same time, it's like, well, I really wanted to do it, too. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, and so I bring all that up to say, um, like, we were, like, when it comes to these types of topics, like, an experience I kind of witnessed. This was, like, secondhand, right? So I'm with, oh, this is going to be too crowded for me over here. I might circle back. I might circle back. So basically, I'm with my friends, right? We're hanging out. We're having a, a grand old time. Uh, we're enjoying one another's company. Um, and we're just, you know, relax, relaxing together, having fun. And, you know, one of the rides we were going to go in was um, The Walking Dead. And, you know, so... I was like, cool, you know, like, <laughs> like, I'm not really into that kind of stuff, but I have watched a little bit of the show. For me, it's too intense, but I do think it's a very good show. It's just not my type of show. Uh, I'm really sensitive to that type of material. And that's the kind of stuff I'm kind of trying to speak to is like, but why, you know, like, why, why would I, um, shit, are they going to make me pay? guys just got to the beach had to pay parking they have a parking attendant at the gate now uh the last time i came over here was i don't know if it was friday or wednesday or something like that um there was no parking attendant person then so I don't know if it's going to be like this every day or just weekends. Uh, our weather is going to be like mid-60s uh, highs starting this week and are supposed to be. And then lows of like the 50s and then um, the highs of uh, lows of, um, sorry, highs of 70s next the next week over. Um and it's a little overcast here at the beach, but you know, I paid my I paid my parking tick my parking pass and I'm gonna chill here for as long as I want. Uh and if I wanna get maybe I'll actually go walk around too because I freaking paid for the parking so I can leave my car this time. Usually I just because it's been so cold and I had a cold, I was just coming to the lot, mostly kinda sitting over here. Um, not really getting out of the car, wasn't really paying parking, uh, but I'm putting on sunscreen now. I love some sun bomb. Shout out to sun bomb sunscreen, man. I like it. It's natural. Feels nice. Um, I got this, uh, uh, it's a face stick, a face stick. Um, but I actually use it pretty much everywhere because... You know, I don't need that much sunscreen. Like, I'm not trying to... It's not really even hot out. But anyways, um... Yeah, when we went into this Walking Dead um, ride at... Or exhibit, or whatever it's called, at Universal City, um... There were kids in line that were, like, horrified. They were crying. Uh, they knew 
that this maybe isn't a good idea. Like, something told them, hmm, you know, the music is scary, this place is creepy and dark, and the lights are flickering, and people had their kids in line, and then there were a bunch of people walking their kids out. Um, while we were standing in the, it was a pretty long line that we were standing in, even though I think we had, like, that fast access pass, um, that still had a line, and we were standing in the line, and we were there for a little bit, and, you know, people were walking out their kids, because the kids were, like, crying and lying. I felt bad for them. I was like, damn, like, shouldn't you know not to take your kid? <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, they were, they were kids were um there and they were kind of like clinging to their kind of clinging to their guardians and whatnot yeah I just found it kind of funny uh, in a way, because I was like, it was more than one kid, too, it was like multiple kids, and it kind of was like, you know, I'm pretty sure not all those kids are watching Walking Dead, uh, but something about that place told them, hmm, this is probably not a good idea for me to go inside here, um, and I don't even know if you could, if you can even, like, ask children what it is, but they knew to be scared, and it's like, they might not even watch the show, you know, they were just standing in line, like, the, the music and just kind of the environment when you're in the line was scary, I don't even know if they got through to the, I think it was, like, a walkthrough kind of thing, uh, I don't think they even got to actually get on the part where you do the walkthrough, like, I think they were just still in the line, uh, just waiting in line for a long time and scared because of how it was waiting there, um, and it would get scarier and scarier the closer you got to the front, so I'm pretty sure, uh, those children were, um, struggling, it seemed like, uh, but I didn't find it pleasant either, like, I liked it as, like, a concept and everything, but I was like, yeah, I can kind of tell, like, why you're scared, there's, there's something about this place that tells you not to go there and then there's other people that seem to be very easily entertained and very very not at all too bothered um by these types of places or movies um I don't know and I I I never really knew what it was like if it's something that has to do with your senses or not um people who can like tap into things or actually have some kind of like negative response to it because I feel like we're all kind of taught this is horror this is scary you know demons aren't like fun and rainbows and happy and you know that kind of stuff like you you're kind of taught even if you're not religious I think you're usually kind of taught to know that oh this is in the negative territory you know like uh satanic stuff even if you're not of a religion that includes Satan, like, if you're atheist, even atheists probably know that maybe, like, worshipping the devil or demons and all that kind of, like, I don't know, like, like, what I believe, like, there's kind of all these mixed ideas about Satan and all this kind of stuff, and, uh, the theories behind it seem a little, uh, interesting, uh, but, you know, 
just some kind of evil source, the head of all the evil or whatever, like, you're usually not supposed to be worshipping it, you know, like, even atheists would probably tell you, like, huh, that's probably not a good idea to spend your weekend, you know, doing that or messing around with that kind of stuff, um, even if they don't really believe it, uh, like, I don't really think it's even, like, a religious thing, so, I don't know, guys, um, I'm gonna eat. So, yeah, just a real quick wrap-up with that one. Um, yeah, um, so last weekend was when I was posting that episode, um, about skinwalkers and about, you know, horror, like, the idea of horror, the topic of horror, and maybe, like, fear, um, and why people, is it, like, a cultural thing, um, you know, what, what is it that, you know, people know to kind of, like, naturally not be, you know, um, too ready to walk into, you know, a dark cave by themselves with, like, howling winds or, you know, hanging out in the cemetery at night, or, you know, being in the foggy woods in the middle of the night with animal noises and stuff, like, there's certain stuff that's, like, people just kind of know, like, maybe I'll just, if this isn't urgent, you know, maybe it can wait, and I kind of wonder about it, though, too, because when it comes to um, not just topics of, like, nature and, you know, or people that might be, like, a little creepy and weird and, like, maybe out to do wrong. You can kind of get a sense for that usually, too. Or, um, yeah, like, you can kind of just get a sense for things sometimes, but, um, Like, I wasn't really too sure, like, what, like, why it is, you know? Like, like some people really aren't bothered by hardly anything, and then, you know, a lot of people kind of are, and it's kind of interesting though when it comes to topics like spirituality type topics right because I feel like it's one thing to see a horror movie is one thing to see like a Universal Studios kind of like you know themed kind of like horror thriller type of environment uh staged you know to make you feel and sense certain things But when it comes to things like the spiritual world of things that we can't really fully see or or fully understand, and I'm not talking like religion, I'm talking like you don't even really have to have a religion to have some of these experiences, right? Um, I just wonder what it is about them that makes them... um, just such a weird 
like a weird thing like it doesn't i guess not everybody's like fearful of it but i think most people would probably say they don't really want to see like angels or any kind of spirit coming to them you know when they think that they're conscious and fully awake and sober enough you know i think most people don't want to encounter some kind of being that they're like i don't know what this is you know, most of us would rather just not, I think. Because um, it kind of creeps people out. But, you know, it is kind of interesting, though, like, when people do encounter certain things. Like, how do they know to be, like, concerned? Um, like, when it's actual stuff people are experiencing. Like, how do they know, like, hmm, this is a little maybe not something that normally happens and then usually for humans you know the first um the first um kind of reaction is fear you know and i think that's one thing that also makes like this isn't really on topic but i think that's one thing that also makes like alien topics and all that kind of stuff uh pretty interesting when they touch Hollywood and, you know, screenplays that are written and stuff like that. Like, they always base them on, like, fear. You know, humans see something and they're like, that doesn't really seem like it's a human, so I'm afraid of it. But then, like, we kind of translate that not only into non-human things, but into different types of people. Because I noticed that, too, with, like, races, ethnicities, like, not everybody, I would say there are plenty of people I know who were raised in environments where, like, I've known people from, like, some Europe, from some uh, European countries, Eastern European countries where, like, you know, there were no black people that they knew, like, from, like, former Yugoslavia, like, in Serbia and stuff, or I knew people from, you know, Cambodia and from different you know, places where it's, like, unless there were maybe, like, foreign people that were coming to, like, teach English or something like that, they didn't really have a lot of interactions or, like, Peace Corps people and stuff like that. Like, they didn't really have a lot of multicultural type of interactions. And I wouldn't say that they're, like, necessarily even, like, racist or anything. Like, you know, the ones that I'm thinking about in my mind like there are plenty of people I know who have only been around like one type of their own type of person uh people like them from their own background and not come out like racist and you know um like maybe they don't know every single nuance of course but of like every culture but you know um it's been you know, there were, like, good experiences in that, you know, versus, like, you know, some people, I mean, I'm not really trying to talk specifically about, like, racism, but, I mean, I think it's kind of similar, it's kind of a similar, along a similar line that some people, you know, see something or someone that's, like, that seems you know, hard to understand or so different that they just suddenly react in fear. And you see it with, like, LGBT stuff, with gender, you know, um, gender presentations and, you know, with, uh, 
um, like trans people and all kinds of different people, you see um, this type of, um, you know, some people are kind of curious and like, okay, I don't really know. And I'm interested in different backgrounds. And then other people are kind of, um, like, other people are kind of, I don't know, um, like, just not interested in ever trying to think differently about, like, a narrow view about different types of people, um, they don't really want to expand their view, you know, they're not comfortable looking into kind of different depths of different, different, uh, kind of ways of thinking, um, and I don't really know why that is, you know, I don't really know why that is, but, like, I don't know, I think, when it comes to, you know, human beings and fears of differences, um, it's kind of a complicated thing, but I don't know, when it comes to, like, the world of, like, spirituality and things like that, too, it can also become a little, like, it's hard to kind of explain, I guess, it's a little hard to explain, like, how people naturally become fearful of something, especially if they've never, like, firsthand experienced anything, you know, like that, um, you know, like, why are kids fearful of monsters under their bed if they've never seen a monster under their bed, you know what I mean? It's like, why, you know, and then at certain ages that goes away, but why do so many kids have fears of monsters under their bed? You know, um, it's such a weird kind of thing, you know, but I don't know. It's just kind of an interesting topic, I thought, um, and I'll be recording more, um, on the weekends, I guess, if I can have topics to record, um, if I'm studying something, I'll probably record on it a little bit, if I remember And all right, with that, thanks for listening.